Welcome to the Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first Matrix film one minute at a time, because this movie is wonderful. Hi, I am Phil, and the Matrix was officially in development for 14 months before it was greenlit. Aloha, I am Jake. Is that how you use aloha? Aloha! Sure. Okay. Stitch. Oh, that's it? Okay, <laughs> I, I'm, and I'm Tim. Yes, that's it. And uh, let's see, my piece of trivia is that, did you guys know that the Wachowskis had the wake-up song from Rage Against the Machine uh, in their plan as the credit scenes f- since 1993 when it was released? That's <laughs> insane! That's crazy. Crazy. Ten years. Way before 1996 script. They wow. Knew. They knew. And with us once again is our wonderful older cousin who sh- showed us the light, as it were. Stan. Hello. And Welcome back, lady. sir. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back to Wednesday. Oh, thank you very much. Ooh, Wednesday. Thank you very yes. much. Lovely it's Wednesday to today. As the Serbs would say, it's good to find you. Ah. Yes. Ah, just ah. a literal translation. It's silly. Doesn't yeah. Literal translations are very strange, indeed. By the way, Slovenian language sounds so weird. It's like everything you know, <laughs> but then it just completely messes up it's like oh dobar dan dobar dan oh chleb yeah yeah and you're like what 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 are you doing <laughs> most <laughs> what's going on most of the people listening to this won't even know what like croatian or serbian actually is so it's yeah. all alien to them and, the and, and then place. they and then they say like check words like well, you're picking now language <laughs> what, what is happening maybe they crazy. like it like that okay maybe well they do. Welcome to Minute What was that amazing word that you found on the radio in Slovenia when you were on vacation there? It was like, what was it? Like something with a Z. It was amazing. What? what, what I can't remember. Oh, forget no, it. Forget it. What a horrible digression. Let's keep It going. doesn't matter. That's what we do. Hey, Minute 37. We Welcome. Got Stan. Minute 37. Let's Stan's hear it. Back. With Stan. And what happens in Minute 37 is, Neo wakes up once more, finding himself alone in a submarine-like room. He takes out a needle from his wrist and notices an odd plug in the back of his head. Morpheus comes in and Neo quickly asks what is happening to him, to which he replies, more important than what is when. You believe it's the year 1999, when in fact it's closer to 2199. So Neo wakes up once more. It's the same angle, same angle as when he was in the operating table, but it's in a different place. So how would you feel just waking up with that weird shirt? He's clothed too, so Mm -hmm. someone's got to put those clothes on him. And mm-hmm. um, think about that. and also having some hair, you know, you were bald before, but now you're having a little bit of a little bit of you know hair going on, and then looking down at your arm and then just seeing this weird plug that's just on your wrist. How would you feel? Um, I'd feel revealed. Who wants to go revealed. Ah, oh, bollocks! What you feel relieved? What? Yeah, relief. I said revealed. Well, technically, Re- what's well, a lot nicer? I mean, <laughs> that's true. Changing well, the clothes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a lot more comfortable. Yeah, it used to be. Let's ask our guest, huh? We got a guest. We do. Well, I, guest. I don't How think that he's he, he's concerned about the clothing. It's more like again, he's waking up from not being aware of where he is. Again, oh, I'm at the ship. I'm not, you know, in my old life. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And there's still a wire in me. Okay, he figures out how to pull out, but it's kind of a gradual disconnection to me. That sounds like it, you mm-hmm. know, it was getting out of the pod and everything, and there's still things that are hooked onto him. And yeah, the moment then later He's on. He's not you know, quite kind of a, there yet in terms yeah, of being yeah, fully. That's awake. the feel. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing that we discovered, Stan, is watching this minute by minute and sort of analyzing it to hell, is that Neil 
the way he sees the world and the way he takes his actions is completely rudimentary. He does not think about anything philosophically. It's basically mm-hmm. yes or no, I'll do it or I won't do it. You see this man, he sees a needle, he pulls it out. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> he, who he is. There, there's something on the back of his head, he touches it. And you think like, oh, he's probably thinking about, oh, what does this mean? How is reality connected? How do those machines work? I'm pretty sure he's not thinking about anything. He's like, what well, is you know, this funny, Tim. You know, I you must take that? it out. That's kind it's of what interesting the... you mentioned that because I remember <clears throat> earlier during the scene with Morpheus and Neo at the sofas, remember Neo said he doesn't like the feeling of not being control, having control in his life. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, that's ho- that's Neo's whole problem in life. Yeah. He's just not satisfied with the fact that he doesn't know what to do, essentially. Yeah. Every time you hear any sort of philosophical or kind of a higher thought, it's always coming from Morpheus, never coming from Neo, which kind of parallels with, you know, if you think about revolutions and revolutionaries, you always have the smart figure, the one who's, you know, the pull the strings, yeah. which could the be Morpheus. Or, and yeah, yeah the, pro, the, the, the zealot kind of guy. And then you have the person who actually does things, you know, your, your, your Stalin, your whoever a revolutionary is, who's a man of action, who sees the world in black and white. And that's pretty much Neo. He just, he just goes with it, you know? Yeah, that doesn't really think about it. It's it's, it's a really, <laughs> it's I, I you were asking like how do you feel, and I'm just thinking like how does Neo feel, and he just looks at him. He's just like, eh, yep, that's let's it. deal with this. That's Phone Neo's call, character. I'll do it. But it's also on a filmmaking standpoint, it, he is the cipher of the audience. Again, as I will probably say many, many hundreds of times throughout this entire show. But yeah, it's true. Like, like this movie is driven by the. It's weird to say, but like the exposition and the world that you're discovering with the main character. And so mm-hmm. it's great that Neo is a blank slate in a way that you can uh, imprint your own um, uh, your own thoughts onto it, right? Yeah. Uh, we can look at the at the room here and uh, that wonderful little pillow pattern. It's very cute. It's got a nice little. <laughs> it's like a little sailor. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe. I mean, everything looks like a, like inside a submarine, obviously. And then yeah. what I wanted to mention is if you're looking at the uh, at the wide shot when Neo gets up out of uh, like he just uh, sits up. Is yeah. that a phone there, right on the right there? What is that? It is a phone. It's a phone. What's he doing? Going to order pizza? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's how they connect to the Matrix. They're just, hello, <laughs> the Matrix. Yeah. No, I think it's like... Well, a, like it, it is, is, the, the original room wasn't maybe a bedroom or something. If, if it was like on a ship, you have to have, you know, connection with the control room. Yeah. Ah, indeed. Oh, indeed. Man, that's, good that's, point. That's kind of, that is so good. Uh, here, um, here's an interesting thought. It might be, it could be a reuse of a submarine uh, set. You know, yeah. and those phones were like, oh, commander, blow, blow, yeah. lower the torpedoes. <laughs> oh, actually, if the commander is sleeping in this room, they would wake him yes. up. If, oh, if that would come off. Light next to him would be like turning red. <laughs> <laughs> You're the king of dreams, Morpheus. 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 I've been dreaming. Of I dreamed the... I woke up from the Matrix. But um, on the left side, there's a DVD a player, I think. Yeah, yep. I, Let me exactly. see this. I did not see this. Let me it see. It is a DVD on. player. It is a DVD player. You watch I the movies. I don't know if it's a DVD. It's a small screen, oh. probably, <laughs> running analytics of his, you know. Well, you know, in, in one of the whatever. Matrix comics, they talk about, um, there's a story where one of the uh, people who are in Zion, and they were uh, uh, scouring through, like, old places in, in the real world uh-huh. that human beings used to live in, and they discovered a lot of DVDs. Oh yeah, so, so that's part of 99. the some saucy DVDs. <laughs> when they had crazy Zion <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. parties. They're like they did it on the DVDs. We must dance <laughs> so, like those '90s rap videos. Wouldn't that be sad? Do you have anything to add um, in this moment? I would not just like right to now. ask everyone 
if there's any significance of Neo touching the plug behind his head. Because I think it's just to... he touched his plug while he was in the pod, and he, pl- he touches it again in this scene. Mm-hmm. Is that simply just a bit of a um, visual parallel, or is there something more to say by that? Definitely spooky, you know, like for the audience. (laughs) Especially with the water phone coming in again, our good friend. I know that, but I'm saying, apart from that, is there some significance to that? Because Neo does that, and there's quite a bit of emphasis on that for... It's a great close-up shot. Very underrated shot, too. last time he was sort of uh, awake and and coherent was in that pod, and then when he touched in the back, and it was like a giant tube. That's what I'm saying. So I guess Mm -hmm. the natural reaction would be, oh, is it still there? Yeah, it's it's also, yeah, it's like a reassurance of... Is this just the same place? Yeah. Is it the same world? Oh, and that's what it is. Consciousness. Yeah. He's just checking to see if it's... Oh, and also, like, was that a dream or is the, the weird sh- shit I saw real? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You could be like, oh, no. But then again, he saw the plug in his arm, so... I know, but it's just one of those things, you know. Yeah, you it's do. a smaller It's plug. a great Hitchcock moment as well. I mean, the music scares you, you know, the moment yeah. because the, the door opens exactly the moment when he touches it. Yes. It has, has that kind of a, you know... Nothing's going on, but you could just get scared because you don't know what's going to happen. When you exactly. Yeah. There's a great scene in this movie called Castle of the Barons Absom where we basically completely ripped that scene off. Did we? Like a, <laughs> yeah, like when I touch the scar and it's like the, the oh the yeah, bell wow! Rings. I didn't even think. And of... there's a water phone there as well. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that's one of our movies that we made in 2007. Uh, it's a sequel to one of our wonderful uh, series that uh, we made when we were kids, and it's a horror comedy kind of thing. So there you go. And it sucks, but anyway. Well, no one's going to watch it. No one will watch it. Um, uh, then, uh, so Morpheus comes in, mm-hmm. and there's this uh, shot, bit of a wide shot, where you can see Morpheus, and you can see, I just wanted to mention more things on Neo's room, and I was just noticing that there was um, uh, a little desk, a little teapot. He can have a little bit of tea there. And mm-hmm. there's a blue towel, and a, and, a, and a wonderful blue flask. There's a, there's oh a, my goodness, you're right. There's a flask. Nebuchadnezzar Airbnb. Yeah. The Nimicon is full of surprises. Yeah. Now, I just wanted to say, when Morpheus comes in, what is he wearing? First of all, he was wearing a tank top with the with the <laughs> Why with does long he sleeve have shirt. A rope around his. He's he going on to feel adventurous. He looks Tim. like a Jedi now. He oh, has that wonderful samurai. Like Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. What is in that? But what is that thing on his belt? That's what, what I want to know. Pouch for what? It never comes back. It's just there. It looks like it's a pouch for a knife. You would expect yeah. like a Robin yeah. Hoodie uh, thing. And I noticed that yesterday when I was watching. Because I, was <laughs> about it. I was wondering, like, what's going on there? <laughs> is is it like sure. a money pouch? Does he, did he went to the shop? Yes, there's currency in the real world. <laughs> he went or to is the it cobblers like, to fix Is it like a little shoes. pipe? Does he have a pipe and some tobacco in there? He's like Gandalf. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Oh man, Morpheus with a pipe? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. Dude, can you I'm going to look up Morpheus... I'm going to put this in Google. Morpheus's red pouch. <laughs> Someone's going to talk about that. And then there's one little detail uh, on the top uh, left uh, left of Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Um, when he walks in. There's this little uh, washed out red flap of some kind of uh, kind. And it looks like there's two white eyes on it. And mm-hmm. to me, it just looks like, looks like Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man. <laughs> Shout out to Spider-Man Minute. That's, That's right. all I wanted to say. Yeah. Nice, Oi! nice. Okay, the last thing I would add is... I want to say one other thing is Morpheus is explaining with two fingers up. Uh, I don't know why. 
Well, what is, is that? that a thing? Is, is that, that? Well, I don't know. You know, in Disney, family, Orthodox it is a Serbian, like the. I don't know. The, it's, the a, it's a thing, thing in our family, and it's a very funny story. So, uh, my youngest one, right? When he was a really little boy, we told him, "Don't point your finger when you want to show to something." You know, it's it's rude. That's what they do and in the uh, Walt time, Disney World as well. You know, like don't point your finger. So you know what they did? It started pointing with two fingers. It's just like <laughs> it's not one finger, and still does it. It is like amazing. <laughs> so two are you fingers. The father of Morpheus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you taught him the same. Look, that's amazing. Well, yeah, Morpheus's dad probably that. told him, "Don't, don't point is rude." Yeah, can't find anything on Morpheus' red explaining. couch. And so, the only thing that happens at the end of this minute, pretty much, is him delivering the the, the bomb yeah. of uh, "You think it's 1999, but it's closer to 2199." Mm. That always, when especially I... when Neo says, um, "You know, what, what, what is this place? What's happening to me?" Yeah, and so well, my favorite, uh, when I first saw this, um, when he first said that, the uh, 2199, that was pretty shocking. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember when uh, Stan was with us and we were watching it, he was like, oh, did you hear that? 2199, it's so far away. Yeah. Really? I said that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm more impressed now with the, with the way how he delivers. More important, <laughs> where is when? And yes. that's, again, another yeah. philosophical thing, like of time-space continuum, you know. Yeah. Is it what's more important, you know, like even in your life, right? Oh, um, there we go. Yeah. Time so, is of the essence. So it's a really nice opener, you know, like a, a good question to put yourself as well, you know. But I think that's that's what's great about this first Matrix movie compared to the other ones. Is it's Phil mentioned that, it, you know, it was like a, their dream project. They worked on it in 10 years and they mm. worked on these lines for years and years and always just making them, you know, more compact, more better. It's just so powerful because I remember when we watched it, like you and I would walk down the street and just like recite all these lines, <laughs> which is mm -hmm. funny because it, it, because you know, we all have these philosophical hints and stuff like that. But I think for general audience, like it might seem strange how Morpheus is talking because it's really weird because he's like every sentence he tries to put some kind of depth into it. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like if you watch, like, I don't know, like, like when, when they talk and, uh, like high science fiction, it, it's really strange. Like this character just speaks in prophecies the oh, entire man. time. Oh man, that's all Morpheus does. He's the exposition man. Yeah, He's does, the does guru. he say anything like out we of the character ever? Expo. Yeah, and then that's where our minute ends, I think. And Neo's just flabbergasted throughout all this. Now the only thing we have left to do is play the jingle, Jake. Oh, is it back to 1996? Going back to 1996, and in the 1996 draft. Um, I have to say that um, I can actually read it to you. It's actually not too, Please not too long. Indulge us. So, Please. interior, Neo's room. Neo wakes up from a deep sleep, feeling better. He's wearing a black tank top and shorts. Mm. The black <laughs> tank top and shorts. <laughs> He's ready to play still basketball. Has He's, yeah, that's his what glasses on. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about still that. Has glasses on. Yeah. He, he begins to examine himself. There is a futuristic IV plugged into the jack of his forearm. He pulls it out, staring at the grafted outlet. He feels his bald head. His fingers find and explore the large outlet in the base of his skull. Just as he starts to come unglued, Morpheus opens the door. Morpheus, what's, what's happened to me? What is this place? More important than what is when. And he goes, when? You believe it's the year 1997, when in fact it is much closer to 2197. I can't say for certain what year it is because we honestly don't know. And the wind is not from Neo's chest. And he goes, that's not possible. And Morpheus says, I promised you the truth, Neo. 
And the truth is that the world you are living in was a lie. And he goes, how? And Morpheus says, I'll show you. Yeah, End see, scene. See, Morpheus is more direct here. He kind of yeah. extends you his can tell, speeches. Like, you can tell with the, development of, yeah, with the development of the dialogue that they were It was less is more through. later. Yes. But before it's like, let's explain everything. That's, 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 <laughs> I, that's how it feels like when you are writing something and yeah. you notice a lot of things that don't have to even be explained. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is what's, what's funny about it. But like, it's interesting to know that this is a 1996 script and it says 1997. So mm-hmm. they were expecting it maybe to be done by then. But uh, there is there was a point in the production where uh, when they were developing it and they were doing the storyboards, uh, Warner Brothers was not into it, and they kind of stopped the development of the movie really? for a couple of months. That's kind yeah. of scary. Yeah, and everybody thought it was good. they're not going to do it. It's not going to happen until they came back with um, either I can't remember if it was either just showing more storyboards and you know doing that or. Uh, Maybe filming that one thing. I'm not sure. No, I think it's just the, the opening and the concept art. Yeah, so yeah. that's cool stuff. So sweet. There you Phil. go. So was Joe Silver the producer from st- from the start or just later? Yes, on? yes, he he was because um, that Joe Silver was one of the first people they actually showed the script to way back when All they right. were doing when they were doing Assassins, which was the Antonio Banderas movie. I think it was. I think they wrote that. Only. They wrote that. Yeah, yeah. they wrote what, the script it, for that, and they oh, got they got terrible. it sold off. And then they had communication with like Joe Silver was producing that, and then they were able to show it to him, and he was oh, okay. He actually helped that a lot. So without I him, was just wondering, yeah, how much influence he had on the final product as far as getting it tight and making it kind of a accessible yeah, to the. It seems like he was there everything. all the way through. Mm. Wonderful man, cool. <laughs> all praises to Joe Silver. And his, and his great logo, by the way, I have to say, Silver Pictures logo, that, top notch, creamy silver. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> No, it's a Senator, I have not seen it. What? I would like to add something okay. that uh, we've spoken on in an earlier episode when uh, Neo gets unplugged. We're wondering what the little mini plugs on his body are used for. Now, they may be used for other things, but definitely the one on his arms is used like a traditional, um, what is that word in English? You know when you're sick and they give you those foods IVs. to your blood? Intravenous. Yep. Yeah. So that's basically they were pumping the food into his blood. But I don't know cool. why you need many of them around his body, though. Well, I mean, like, the Just whole point, suffi- in the final movie, they, the humans are supposed to be batteries, they're supposed to be power. They're, take, they're just taking Oh, I guess the so they out. suck the yeah. power. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you for listening to episode 38, was it? Yeah, this is 36, I I'm think. an idiot. No, it's 30, 37. 37. <laughs> Man, we, you're, we you're get these things idiots. wrong. Everybody who's actually listening to this probably is looking Look, at the, the at the title and going, oh, it's 37. These guys don't know anything. Um, but are professionals. Yeah. I mean, that that's what happens Stop when you're it. stuck in a matrix of your own podcast and you can't see outside. The good news is yeah. Stan is here still all week. Stan is here. So, Amazing. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, in a couple of days, we can still uh, kick it them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll catch no you on the flip side. Thank you for listening yeah. so the much. Matrix. And uh Oh yeah, Stan, we stole wait, your wait, 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 wait. What, what, what? Hold on. What? We got we got a beg. Okay. Oh, we a little bit of begging. The Matrix we... minute dot one uh Facebook. Wait, 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 let me double check. Yes. Okay. Uh Twitter at the Matrix Minute. Correct. All one word. Um what was it? Facebook. Facebook's the Matrix the Minute. It's all the Matrix you can email Minute. Us at Just ask, Matrix Minute. Ask at the Matrix Minute. One. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, we haven't had. Well, had one email so far. So. Thankfully, and we have some new reviews on iTunes. So happy. I'm yes, thank you so much for the that. iTunes reviews. They're awesome to read. And, and of course, last but not least, go to Stan's podcast, which is the Podcast, and it's all about craft beers. And I'm making this giant list of all the beers they recommend with <laughs> with uh, co-hosts Ben and. 
Ian. Ian, Jerry. that's right. That's who he was. No. Ben and Jerry. <laughs> ben and Ian, both very charming to listen to, and so is Stan, obviously, because you're listening to him right now. There we go. They're equally good voices unless you take that survey and have to answer <laughs> yeah. the stupid question. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, we stole the survey thing. We have a survey of our own. We, we did. ask mean questions, actually. We're on We're type nice. form. You can go and find us on Twitter, or we can put the feedback link in this episode again. But yes, yes. go to... But yeah, go to the podcast. Exactly. Good stuff. Please go to that. Oh yeah, by the if way, if you love the, beer, our, pod, that's our true. podcast. Even if you don't, I mean, the, oh yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that's shut it. up, Tim. We're done. It's okay. We have a bank. <laughs> <laughs> the begging is over. Goodbye and have a great day. See ya. Week, etc. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>